The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Steve Tiber, and I'm hanging out with a dear friend of mine. His name is Mr. Mike Fiella. Mike, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, you know, just when I hear you say good morning and welcome uh, to Hope Reigns, there's just a spark that comes inside of me. I see this. Well, they, they can't see it. I see a great smile on your face. It's a good morning. It's a great it day. Is. It's a great season to be in uh, serving those around us, and we're going to be talking about that throughout the the show today. You know, Mike, it's been a busy month for 8 Days of Hope. And if you're just joining us, you've never heard of 8 Days of Hope. It's a ministry that was launched 17 years ago. You know, my dad and I thought it'd be cool to help out somebody in need with their house after Hurricane Katrina. And he was going to get a couple buddies. I was going to get a couple buddies. And Mm -hmm. we were going to go find a widow, an elderly couple, just maybe a single mom and just give them a brand new roof or just do some work. And 684 people went with us. <laughs> now, Mike, I don't Piece have 680. Yeah, that's right. We provided food and lodging. And I, and I was sharing this story yesterday, Mike. You know, we um, we didn't have a website. But in 2005, you know, you just couldn't get online and order a website for $500. Right? We didn't have a website. You know, right. how, you know how people volunteered for that first trip? That was the first of 70 trips now. Okay. That's how much the ministry has changed. We're based in Mississippi. That's our national headquarters training facility. We have a facility in upstate New York and in Iowa. So we could be at a flooding in Pennsylvania while we're doing a hurricane in Florida like we are now. Mm-hmm. A tornado in Kansas. But, Mike... People volunteered for that first trip via fax machine. I knew you were going to say a that. A fax machine. And, and do you remember those? I, I do. And a lot of our listeners are going, what is a fax machine? <laughs> now, people our age, now Mike and I are over 60. That's all I'll say. Um, they know what a fax machine is, but that's how. So I was I was helping lead a business in Mississippi. Okay. And I'll never forget our customer service manager came in. And I, and I kept hearing the fax machine going on. And that's how people ordered from us. And I thought, oh my gosh, we are having a lot of orders today. This is good. And I said, wow, Brenda, we got a lot of orders. She goes, no, actually, you got a lot of volunteers coming eight days home. Oh, I'm like, oh my. my gosh. So, anyways, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. It does, yes. And here we are. We have now helped. 8,600 families uh, rebuild their homes for free. We have an arm that well, we have nothing. God has yes. allowed us to have a second arm where we build safe houses for women and children rescued from trafficking. And even though the 50,000 volunteers, many of them are skilled, some are less skilled. But, Mike, we just left Texas. We just built our 13th, 13th safe house right. at Mercy Gate. Mm-hmm. We had them on about a month ago. Right. But, Mike, today we're in Florida. We're in the Sarasota area. We've been there since, what, the second or third day after Hurricane Ian. Okay. We just announced last week that uh, next Saturday we are going to shut down in Sarasota, and then we're moving down to Fort Myers for two weeks. And, Mike, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of volunteers have showed up. Well, like you mentioned, uh, I think last show was at least 30 states are represented. Now, I, what goes through my mind is, you know, and I know it's God, but really think about this. Volunteers are getting this job done. Now, I'm sure a lot of them are going to be leaving the Sarasota area, just packing up, and they're going to, you know, Fort Myers. 
Now, do you, what is the transition, would you think, of those that might be going home and then coming back in? Is it like a refreshment of volunteers? Yeah, so, our, so our, our equipment, we have about $2.1 million of equipment. We'll spend that Saturday and Sunday moving the two hours. It's normally an hour, 15-minute drive, but with the hurricane and supplies coming in and people coming back, it takes about two and a half hours to, 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 to drive that drive. Okay. So um, we're going to be partnering with Summit Church, so we're going to be leaving our friends at Bayside Community Church. Love that church. Mm. If you're looking for a church in the Tampa Bay, Sarasota area, please go to mybayside.church. Pastor Randy Bazette and the team at Bayside, amazing church, nine campuses, so they probably have a campus near you. But Mike, we'll be leaving that campus next Saturday and moving down to Fort Myers to Summit Church. And actually today, one of their pastors is joining us. His name is uh, Pastor Justin Valicat. And uh, Justin's been amazing to work with. But, Mike, we already have equipment in Fort Myers. Okay. So what happened is we went to Sarasota. We set up. We we start helping families in need. We've helped out now, I think, about 70 different families with tree work and tarp roofs and gutted out homes. But they called and said, hey, do you have any any extra equipment? And you know what our answer was? Oh, uh, let's see. Here we how go. Many, how, <laughs> how many bucket trucks do you need? Yeah. Or, you know. So we sent down a shower trailer because they start hosting 20 and 30 volunteers a day who wanted help out in Fort Myers mm-hmm. and they wanted to be in the Fort Myers area. So we said, you know what? We're not coming for a couple of weeks because we're elsewhere. But we sent down a shower trailer and then we sent down a another trailer filled of commercial dehumidifiers and fans. Definitely needed, yeah. Because that's where they had the flooding. Yes. And if you've ever had water damage, there's three steps. The first step is get everything out that was wet. I mean, you literally have to gut it out. Yeah, carry it to the curb. You know, so if you have four feet of water, you go five feet up, you pop a line, and you cut you cut that drywall. That drywall off. You take the insulation, the electrical, the carpets, the, the cabinets, the furniture, uh, everything from that line down goes mm-hmm. to the curb. Right. And then very quickly, you bring in this equipment, you dry it out. And usually, it takes about three days to dry out a house. So you set up these commercial fires and take all the moisture out of the out of the out facility, of the right? The right. house, and then you have these blowers, so it's blowing, you know, you know, wind to dry it out. Then they come back and spray it for mold. And so they said, "Hey, we know you're coming down the road. Can you send us that equipment, Mike? You can't make this stuff up." The day after we set up in Sarasota, the request came in, and 48 hours later, they had equipment. They had equipment. Now they're volunteers. Or operate that equipment. We sent the equipment. Exactly. And you know what, Mike? I'd rather, I'm not hoping our, our, our stuff gets damaged because mm. it's not our stuff. But I'd rather a dehumidifier get dented being used and sitting in a trailer right. when there's Absolutely. a family in need. And so to me, and you know, I'm thankful you're one of the seven board members of Eight Days of Hope. You know, you have that same mindset. Absolutely. God's I mean, given us this equipment. Let let the church use it. It's not, you just said it, it's not our equipment. It, it, it's God's. And is this one of the first times that I've heard of that we've just sent equipment that they are operating? No, that's well, not. We did that one other time. So we were we were helping out with uh, Hurricane Florence. That's right. We were in the Carolinas, and okay. we had already picked two churches. So we had two teams at two different churches. And then a third and fourth church said, hey, we heard about you guys. We need your help. And we were like, oh, we already, we're already down the road. We're already working. And they said, hey, do you have any equipment? And, you know. Right. God has blessed this ministry with so much equipment. In fact, Mike, we are in the middle. No, actually, we're in the ninth inning of a match. Okay. So tomorrow's the day. So we announced last week, actually two weeks ago, 
that a, a small group of donors came together, and they've partnered with Eight Days Open in the past. They love the ministry. They know that we're ECFA certified, which means Evangelical Christian Financial Accreditation. Our finances are held to a higher standard. We get a third-party audit. Our partners cover our fixed cost. These donors said, I'll tell you what, we love what you're doing with Hurricane Ian. We want to help you. And so they said for the next two weeks, any money's given to Eight Days of Hope, they'll double. Oh, come on. Double. I'm like, excuse me, my yeah. phone's breaking up. Can you repeat that? Yeah, double. Yeah. yeah. And they did that with us after Hurricane Harvey. And so here's the deal, guys. If you're listening today, thanks for joining Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s Hope Steve with Mike. But this half million dollar gift ends tomorrow night at midnight. And we're not there yet. Mm. Every dollar given up to a half a million dollars will be doubled. And they're going to send that money next week. And those monies, 100% of it, every single penny, will be used to help out families in need in Florida. Now, I'm going to share what I, I shared on a previous show because you can use some of those cash apps, Vemno. I'm sitting in my chair the other day, and I pat myself on the back when I say this, and I'm not giving it any amounts. I put an amount in, and it hit me. Wait a minute. That's going to be double. Mm. I added to it uh, 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 more, and I said, I'm excited because it's being doubled. And, again, if you use some of those apps, Venmo, Venmo, so easy. Cats, Cash app, yeah, it just goes right through. I'm trying it's, to get that out of my mouth. It's a lot mouth. easier than to say Pay, <laughs> PayPal or Venmo if you want to. Hey, if you want to donate today, you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. It's fast, it's easy, it's safe. You can mail a check. I'll give the mailing address at the end of the show, and I'll give it to you in a minute. But everything you give between today and tomorrow night, midnight, will be doubled. So Do you've it. got about 36 hours to, uh, to make a donation. And, you know, yesterday, gosh, I didn't even tell you this. Yesterday... Someone donated. It was it was a very modest gift, but very gen- a fifty dollar gift. She was so excited, her money was going to be used to help out with Hurricane Ian. She found out about the match because we said thank you, and your mm-hmm. money's going to turn a hundred. She turned around and gave another fifty dollars oh, because she wanted off. that hundred to turn it. So, anyways, eight days of Venmo, PayPal. If you want to mail a check, uh, just send it to eight days of hope, PO Box three two zero eight, Tupelo, Mississippi. T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our website and also on our Facebook page. We are trusting God. We're going to go over that amount. And uh... yeah. <laughs> You're hearing this nasal thing going on right now. The weather's changing. You, know, you and I live in upstate New York, sure. and the foliage out there, is it not beautiful right now? Oh, it trees is and... absolutely gorgeous. You know, we, we it reminds us of what's coming next, but you can't think of that because, uh, you know, the snow and all that. And even that's beautiful at, at times. But it is so gorgeous. I heard times. that. You slipped that in at times. Okay, so maybe you live up north and you can't go to Florida and you're looking for a way to help somebody in need. We're going back to Lake Charles, Louisiana. They had Hurricane Delta, Laura, and Zeta. They had an ice storm and they had a flood. We're going to be in Lake Charles from December 3rd through December 10th. Everyone's invited to that. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Come for three days. Come for up to eight days. Uh, Ben Fuller, who is uh, really joined up with 8 Days Hope. He's going to be there on December 4th doing a free concert, doing worship December 5th. You'll meet people from around the country. All the information is on our website at 8daysofhope.com. 
man, I would come just for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, no, it's in a great, exciting time to come and serve folks and, and have the blessing of, yeah. of Ben Fuller. Ben Fuller is a new Christian music artist. Who I Am is his hit. It's a top five hit. Great guy. Wherever he goes, he tells people about it. He's actually served, came out, hung out with us in Lake Charles, Louisiana, yeah. La, you know, or excuse me, Laplace, Laplace yeah. Easter week, and he's been to Buffalo a couple times, some of our local outreaches. And I saw him in concert last Saturday. Oh. I was in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes. I took Elise and Emma to my daughters. I saw him and Zach Williams. Fantastic. They, they have a, their vibe is kind of the same, except Ben has got a lot more outgoing. And this is not a knock. Ben is very outgoing. Zach's right. a little bit more reserved. Okay. But they actually come out and they do a song together. They did a great job. Did they really? Yeah. So they're on tour right now. Check it out. Go to Zach Williams' website or benfullermusic.com and... Check them out. Yeah, they fun. got a busy month coming up. Uh, they do. Through November and uh, December. Do. And anyway, a few, few months. Hey, we want to get to our guest. Again, if you want to give, if you want to uh, volunteer, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. When we come back, though, we're going to be talking to one of the pastors at Summit Church, a church in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, who is literally on the front line of this disaster. We're going to be talking to Pastor Justin Valiquette in just a moment. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns as the broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hey, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know for the last two years, Southwest Louisiana has faced multiple storms, including Hurricanes Laura, Delta, and Zeta. Eight Days of Hope sent our rapid response teams to help in these areas after Hurricane Laura hit Lake Charles and again after the flooding in 2021. Well, today we're excited to announce that our 18th rebuilding trip will take place in Lake Charles from December 3rd through December 10th. Thousands of volunteers will gather from around the country to love and serve this community by helping them repair their homes that were affected by these disasters. We're going to focus on roofing and drywall, painting, electrical work, flooring, and so much more. We can't wait to see what God is going to do. So there's a couple ways you can help with this mission. First, pray. Pray that God will speak through our actions to each family and make himself known. Second, consider volunteering. It's free, and we provide the food and the lodging. Hey, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, read the FAQs, and you can volunteer right there. Again, that's 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. I don't want to write this song I don't want this pain to be my story I don't want this desert road Are you sure this is the plan that you have for me? Out here in the dust and clay God, if there's a bigger picture It's getting hard to see today But I know that you won't leave me here I don't know where this is going But I know who holds my hand Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. I want to thank some of our national partners like 
Destiny Worship Center down in the Panhandle, Florida. Thank you, Pastor Steve Agedis and the team down there for being one of our partners. Also want to thank Our Savior's Church in Lafayette, Pastor Jacob Arends and the team. And then, of course, the chapel in upstate New York, Pastor Jerry Gillis. Uh, three of our 19 national partners. Go to our website. Uh, click on their logo. We'll take you to their site. We have businesses, churches. These partners cover our fixed costs. So when you donate to a digital uh, every single penny you give is 100% passed through to families in need. Like right now, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, with Hurricane Ian in Florida. Mm-hmm. It, Mike, I was down there. The volunteers have been down there for now for multiple weeks. Okay, uh, We just announced last week that we're moving to Fort Myers next weekend. And we'll be there to November 12th. But, Mike, the church is doing an amazing job down there. These local churches are amazing. Uh, and I'll tell you, let me, let me back up just a little bit about uh, our partners, with the our national partners, their costs, the fixed costs are, are taken care of. So when you do donate, I just need to, felt I needed to emphasize that for a minute. It goes to, to those folks in Florida. It goes to Sarasota. It goes to Fort Myers, all the volunteers. Right. And the monies go right every single Penny goes right through. Every every dollar goes yep, through. Yep, 100% so pass through. That's exciting. Yeah, and we can do it without our partners, with, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Hey, Mike, I had a chance uh, about 10 days ago to be down in Florida, and I had a chance to stop in at a church called Summit Church, and we actually got their name and number from one of our national partners, the chapel in upstate New York. Yes. Yeah, and so when, when they connected us with the Summit Church, we, we were already established in Sarasota. We knew we were going to be in Sarasota. Didn't think we would go anywhere else after being there for three weeks. But when I met this team, Mike, mm. and you, you know, you were a pastor for decades. Mm-hmm. When you meet a church and you, you sense their heart, you got to find a way to say yes, because this team is amazing. In fact, I'm going to bring him up. Pastor Jacob, excuse me, Pastor Justin Valicat. He's on staff down at Summit Church. He's joining us now. Hey, good morning, brother. How are you? Doing well, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you, brother. So Summit Church is an amazing church. Why don't you give the listeners a little bit about you and your family, how long you've been at Summit Church, and then we'll start talking about the hurricane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so my name's Justin. married to Abby. We have four kids and teenage years. Um, we've been at Summit for about a year, but connected with them for close to a decade. We just got back from serving, planting a church over in Italy, and Summit was one of our partner churches. And we were in processing turning the church over to Italian leadership, kind of where we wanted to land and how we wanted to continue to give our lives to serve the Lord. And Summit was just such a great fit for us because of their heart passion. And so now I serve um, at Summit Church as pastor over their missions endeavors around the world, locally and globally, and over their church planting and church planting residencies. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I knew something was uh, very warm about you and your church when I checked on your website yesterday and I heard every uh-huh. man, woman, and child. I said, women, where have I heard that? And if yeah. it, <laughs> so, I mean, there's definitely that, that connection and just a, your approach to ministry, making disciples. So a, a little bit more about the church, especially at this time, you're functioning as a pastor, you're moving your, your congregation along and serving everybody, and now a storm hits like this. Uh, how does that change the dynamic? You know, one of the things I appreciate about Summit, the moment it happened, um, you know, I, I had actually been been with Summit for a year, but just formally stepped into this role. Uh, they announced it the Sunday before the storm. Mm. And on, on a Monday, we're looking, we, we meet as a lead team, and, and they're, you know, it, it was amazing because it wasn't just like, how do we ride this out? You know, how do we give to some of the organizations? We, we had a conversation. I said, Justin, as you step into this role, 
formally, like, this actually, uh, we're going to ask you to oversee kind of all the relief efforts and put a team together. And it was amazing because, like, how do we restructure everything we're doing around this? If this hits us hard, um, this is going to become our primary focus for the next season. And it was amazing because it wasn't just like, how do we just kind of patch some holes? How do we – it was like, if this hits us hard, like, this is going to redefine and reshape us because we're, we're right in the middle of this. And, and what does it mean to be Christ's people on the ground uh, representing Christ, every man, woman, and child, in their despair and in their loss? And so obviously it did hit hard, and so we met – soon as we were able to met again and just started talking through like long term what does it look like for us to to be committed to this relief effort and not only to meeting the needs but to mobilizing our people you know across our three campuses mobilizing our people consistently in an ongoing meaningful way um to the needs so it's it's really re- reshaped us i mean they've given me the freedom to re reorient my entire role right now around this need um so that you know we can continue to to engage in it and what I like about Summit Church, Mike and Justin, again, we're talking to Pastor Justin Valicat. He's on a missions pastor at Summit Church down in the Fort Myers area. They have three campuses. Their website is summitlife.com, summitlife, S-U-M-M-I-T, life.com. One of the things I like about your church, you know, we, we had already made a decision that we're going to be in the Sarasota area and we were going to work our way down south. And very quickly, God connected eight days of hope with the Summit Church. And I never, you know, I, I remember walking to that room, Mike. I, I knew I was going to meet Justin, but I walked in the room, there's like seven people there. And I thought, okay, Uh-oh. either I'm in trouble or they're taking this thing really serious. <laughs> uh, but man, I, I so appreciate your your heart, the heart of your church. And here's what here's what I want to give an attaboy to. And I know you're not looking for an attaboy. And very quickly, we said, we want to find, we're already somewhere else. We're going to be there to the end of the month, but let's find out creative ways that we can come alongside you. You could have said, okay, great. We won't do anything until you show up because this is what you do. And, you know, we're just going to let you lead it and do it. No, that's not what your church did. Your church said, great, Steve, we'd love to find a way to partner with Eight Days of Hope, but we already have teams out there serving today as we sit here. And I applaud you. I applaud your church. You know, I met a family. If you go to our website, 8dayshope.com, there's a lady in a video. Her name is Amy. Your church gutted out her house Hmm. within days of the hurricane, and she was so moved, my brother. It it is amazing what your church did right out of the gate. Well, I appreciate that. Again, it was one of those, you know, I think as as God's people, we're, we're... called to be the first and probably the first boots on the ground and the last ones off the ground when, when crisis hits because it's what our Savior did for us. And it was it was just, I, and again, I, one of the reasons we our family really prayed and hoped we could be a part of Summit was, you know, we just know that they, they really believe the gospel. They really want to live the gospel. And it was like, a, it, it wasn't even a question like, should we? Or it was like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And how, how, how are we going to do it? And so for us, eight days stepping in was a was was an answer to like the bigger picture need for us. Um, it was like we can we can mobilize our people. And we've been doing that. We've probably had probably about fifty people a day going out in the homes and and you know just just getting the work done. But when you know when our conversation started with you, it was one of those like the need is so much greater than what we can do hmm. with fifty thirty to fifty volunteers a day. And you know and so it just when it was like for us when you came in, we're like we're so thankful. For the relationship, the partnership, the mutual friends—that it just seemed like a—it just seemed like a no-brainer for us to say this. This is so much bigger than anything Summit Church can handle, and 
to know there are organizations like yours that are committed to the gospel and want to engage in a crisis in the way that you are was just such a gift. So again, we're talking to Pastor Justin Valicat. He's the missions pastor at Summit Church in Fort Myers. So people around the country and actually around the world have been seeing videos and pictures of Fort Myers, of yeah. uh, you know some of the local towns, Englewood, and and some of the other towns in the area, and and you live there. Um, what's the mindset of the people who, to no fault of their own, has just lost so much? Yeah, I mean it's it's. Um... Utter, utter despair, I think, would be a word a lot of people are experiencing because there's so it's not like they've lost so much, and so the the amount of people that have lost so much is insurmountable. That ever you know, people are wondering, can, is there even any hope for help? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was just looking at the map and praying over the map just the other day, and I'm like, there's this like you know, the, the news is showing the the islands, which of course were decimated. My family and I grew up on Sanibel, so we have a mm-hmm. deep heart, and and we're grieving what's happening out there. You know, Pine Island, Fort Myers Beach, but there's this chunk of, of Fort Myers that at some points, you know, two or three miles wide that spans for 30 miles down the, down the coast, that this entire chunk of the, of the city was flooded, you know, five, six feet of water in their living rooms. And, and none of the relief organizations are even going down there because they're all focused on where, where the crisis hit hardest. You know, so it's just thousands and thousands, thousands of residential homes. A lot, a lot of them are just kind of middle-class people trying to make it work. And, and it's like, you know, being told, like, we don't know when, we, when we're going to get out there and if anyone's going to get out there. And it, it, you're just kind of like, what? there's just the desperation of we, we literally don't know what to do, you know, and, and we've lost everything and nobody's coming to, to our aid. And, and so it's just this sense of, like, these question marks of what do we do and how do we, how do we get out of this? And a lot of people are just having to choose to walk away from the life that they've established for themselves down here and the dreams that they've had and, and uh, read an article about this older couple that this was like their entire dream is like the what they said our our bubble has been burst we have no hope you know they're kind of tail between their legs moving in with their kids up and i think in the carolinas to figure out what to do next you know it's just it's just complete devastation so Pastor Justin, how, how do you, I mean, you have, you said you have something 30 to 50 volunteers out, you have a staff, and I'm sure that they've had damage uh, on their properties. How do you keep them engaged and motivated? How, is your role changed in your approach to them? Um, yeah, I mean, so in some sense, we, we hit the most urgent needs among us um, as, as we were mobilizing our team to make sure any sort of real crisis. We had a, a staff woman that oversees our all of our children's ministry that one of our campuses lost everything and so we wanted to make sure she was taken care of and the body strike came around her but but there was a sense in which like we even in our in our main building had some major structural damage to our stairwell that brings you up to our offices which is our command center for all of this and rather than like taking care of that need we just we just boarded it up we're like we'll deal with this when when the crisis is over because there's no there's so much need outside of it so in some ways it's like we, we did what we needed to but we, we, everyone's just kind of bending around the greater, the greater need in our region, and, and reorienting all of our ministries. And, and of course, with like eight days of hope coming, it's like we're we're literally like everything we have is the Lord, and the Lord's given us buildings, and He's given us people. And so we're just we've told all of our ministry leaders like we're going to have people probably staying in our facilities for the next six to six to nine months, and we just got to get used to this mm-hmm. because this is the need. We're not going to do a, a quick a quick couple weekends and then get on with life. Like we're going to bend everything around it. So there is a sense in which. Everything's being everything. All of the things that we're doing as a church are bending around the need until the Lord kind of shows us that that it's time to to press on with 
what the ordinary work of the church. Again, talking to Pastor Justin Valiquet, he's down in the Fort Myers, Florida area. Hurricane Ian, the strongest hurricane and the most costliest hurricane they're estimating to ever hit the state of Florida. And of course, Summit Church with their three campuses, they're right there. And so is Eight Days of Hope. You know, we've been up the road a little bit. Next weekend, Justin, uh, volunteer leaders and volunteers will pour in from around the country. And if you want to join us, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Already, we just opened up volunteering just the other day, and already uh, hundreds of volunteers from 30 states are saying, yes, we want to be a part of bringing cool. hope to those who are feeling hopeless. So we're really excited. Yeah, people come and go, and you can come for two days. You can come for all you know, 12, 13 days that we're going to be in Fort Myers. But it's free. We provide food and lodging, and you're going to get a chance to meet Pastor Justin. He's an amazing guy. They have an amazing team. It's an amazing facility. And Pastor Justin... I know that even though while we were in Sarasota, you had a need for like a shower trailers and uh, yeah. I think dehumidifiers and fans, some muck out kits, and so we were yeah. so thankful that we could bring that down so quickly uh, to you guys. Yeah, it's been such a gift. It enabled us to really get to work. You know, we we had a lot of people like, hey, we 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 can't come in a month, but we can come tomorrow. Like we've got eight people coming. People just showing up in their cars without even knowing where they're going to stay. <laughs> that we've been able to house in our facility and shower them out back, and yeah, so. It's been such a gift because, it's, and and I know a lot of that stuff you're going to enable us to hold on to for a while, so we can continue to receive teams. Yeah, Mike, you probably should know this since you are a board member of Eight Days of Hope, but we uh, we have committed <laughs> to leaving uh, some equipment there for uh, for quite some time. And you know what, and Mike, and I, I know your heart, Mike. Mm. You know, God has blessed Eight Days of Hope with about three million dollars of equipment. It's not meant to sit in a warehouse. No, no. no. I, you know. As I said last week on our show, when we were talking to uh, Pastor Randy Bazette up in Sarasota at Bayside Community Church, we would much rather have something damaged because it's being used or, 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 or be out of equipment for three months because the kingdom is being blessed by it. And so, so thankful for Summit Church and their willingness. Sure. But yeah, Mike, there's equipment there and it's going to stay there for a while. Well, Just thought you should know that. <laughs> well, no, well, thank you. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you, to, to that note, if any one of us, board members say no to something like that well then we you need to sit down and talk with us <laughs> time, time for a new board time, member yeah time for a vote <laughs> yeah there you go i hear you pastor justin we're gonna take a break but one quick question before we take a break uh how, yeah. how are you doing i mean mike was a pastor for decades and you know your family your community loved ones are hurting your churches you know talk about being flexible it's been turned upside down and but how are you doing through all this yeah, thank you for asking. Um, you know, to be honest, we our, our family, we're on the kind of northeast side of town in the Gateway area. So we, we personally, other than the fact we didn't have water for eight or nine days, it, that which is more of a nuisance than anything else, we, we're we okay as, in part, in part, as far as our family. Our kids still aren't back in school yet, and so that's been, you know, a challenge. But we're so thankful that our family um, got hit so minimally. So it's enabled me to really... Um, give give the time, energy, and effort needed to, to engage, you know, engage in the need. And so I'm I'm doing okay. It's 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 hard juggling all the million details, and and um, so it's it's mentally exhausting. Obviously, I'm trying to juggle like both going out with a chainsaw and a, and a shovel, and back in the office and organizing big picture, longer term stuff. I'm working alongside Kyle Balserzak, is a guy that's also been tasked to this. He's our operations executive pastor over all of Summit. So obviously, this has had a huge toll because we're reorienting sure. everything. So we're, I would say, we're both probably tired, um, but but at the same time, we're we're doing well, and and we love that. And and you know, each of our campuses have pastors that are 
they're in the, in the not only in the muck of the houses that need to be worked, but in the, just in the in the despair of the people they're shepherding, and so they're out there. So I think we're all tired, but not without hope. You know, pressed but not 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 to despair, um, and and just really trying to make wise decisions that will enable us to to lead through this in a sustainable, meaningful way over the long haul. So yeah, so we're not working ourselves to death because we we know that we want to be able to continue to to do it over the coming months. And so yeah, doing okay. Um, doing well, trying to trying to balance rest and, and hard work and mm. family and everything else. So thank you for asking that. Pastor Justin Valicat, uh, he's one of the he's the missions pastor at Summit Church. If you want to go to the <laughs> website summitlife.com. In fact, very seldom we do this. We did this last week. We're gonna do this again today. You know, eight days of hope, we we raise dollars, we, we say yes on a moment's notice without even knowing where those dollars are going to come in, Mike. We've been doing That's it for right. 17 years. $66 million of work completed for free on the name of Jesus. But today I'm going to ask the listener to do something unique. And I did this last week. But I, I believe in the local church. Eight Days of Hope believes in the local church. Maybe you've been watching what's going on with Florida, and, you, and you've been praying for people down there. You've been praying for the churches. You love Jesus. You love others. Maybe you can't volunteer. Maybe your health, your job, your family situation— but you can donate. You can donate. Mm-hmm. Today, Mike and I are going to ask you to consider a donation to Summit Church. Go to Summit Life, S-U-M-M-I-T, summitlife.com. And when you go to the website, very quickly, the page shows you how you can get involved in either volunteer or giving to help out with Hurricane Ian. But today we're going to ask you to consider to sow into the ministry of Summit Church. It's an amazing church. That's going to be our home starting next weekend until November 12th. We're going to have volunteers, equipment. You can come with us. Go to 8dayshope.com. But make a donation today. Go to summitlife.com, summitlife.com. Send them $50. Send them $100. Send them 1000 Bless this local church. Come on. Yep. They're right there on the front on. lines. That's we're going to leave November 12th, November 13th, right? And we're going to move on to the next That's project right. in Louisiana, Mike. Mm-hmm. But the local church is so important after That's a disaster. It. That's it. It, it. it is. And if we're better together. And we do everything. Eight Days of Hope does everything through the local church. That's what it is. Yeah. Can, can, can we do one other thing real quick? Um when you're sharing what's going on, I still, it, maybe it's my little pastor side I picked up on a little bit. We're okay, but I know the weariness. I know the tiredness, and I know the, the, and I know you're okay because you've got a God that's making you, going to make you okay. But yep. Let's stop for just a minute. and let, Steve, let's agree together. I just feel we need to just uphold these things. You, you talked about um, just the details and the tiredness and the wisdom that's needed. So we're calling on God right now in Jesus' yes, name Lord. to give you everything oh, you need physically, strength. mentally, emotionally, spiritually to strengthen you. Yes, and Lord. and then bring others alongside with this, the like-mindedness that w- w- if you're walking with somebody and they sense you get a little weary, they'll stop and pray for you. Yes, and you'll oh. pray for them, they'll pray for you. But thank you, God, for making this church this pastor, this team successful in all the endeavors and use them mightily, but restore them, refresh them, bless them physically, financially, in every way in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Amen. 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 Wow. So, Pastor Justin, we've been doing this show for three and a half years, and I think, Mike, that is only the second time in the middle of the broadcast mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit moved. And, and yeah. I appreciate you doing Ooh. that because, you know, yeah. and, and Justin, I know you're a detail guy because so am I in mm-hmm. what Mike. So, for a while there, you know, he and I are texting. 
So this guy, like at 9.45 at night, saying, Steve, this shower trailer, is it eight units, 10 units? What kind of power you need? I thought, God bless this guy. He is going nonstop, man. Oh, I yeah. like him. You guys are cut out of the same I cookie. I like him. Hey, Justin, Justin, we're going to take a quick break. Can you hold on for a couple more minutes? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. Hey, thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Hope Reigns. Uh, it's a broadcast of Eight Days Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with co-host Mike Fiella. If you're listening today in North Carolina, upstate New York, maybe you're in Colorado today and you're like, hey, I want to do something for families in need because of Hurricane Ian. Volunteer, come serve with us. Go to 8daysofhope.com if you want to donate. There's a local church right there on the front lines in Fort Myers. I know this church. I mm-hmm. felt their heart being yes, there. Yes, yes. Uh, they're highly respectable. Three campuses. Go to Summit Life. Summit Life, S-U-M-M-I-T, summitlife.com. Make a donation and help this church make the impact that God wants it to make it uh, in Southwest Florida. Hey, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day. And right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, 8 Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. I stand in front of the mirror, but I don't like who's looking back at me. Wish I could see things clearer. Like who I'm supposed to be in every trial Lift me higher through the fire Hold me tighter Remind me again that I was made for more Who I am in the eyes of the Father Who I am is love set free
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiala. Mike, we've been in southwest Florida within 72 hours or hours of the hurricane. That is amazing. Man. We're still in the Sarasota area helping out families in need. Next weekend, we're moving to Fort Myers, which the world has seen has been pretty much like the front row of right. this disaster. It's just at the Epic Center. And, and there's islands in the fort, and there's other towns, Port Coral and, and Englewood. And there's so many towns that have been affected by this hurricane. But next week, we're going to be moving to the Fort Myers area, partnering with Summit Church. And I know we're going to bring it back on in a moment. And you've been a pastor. Mm. And, you know, you've got to be a, you've got to be flexible when you're a pastor because you think you have your day <laughs> planned. But this is an epic, epic storm, an epic yeah. situation. Mm. Boy, what a heart Summit Church has. Well, blessed are the flexible in spirit. They'll see God. But, <laughs> any, you know, anyway, it's a, I live by that thought process. But there was the terminology you mentioned, redefine. That's a scary thing. You 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 got a purpose. You got an intent. You pastor only been there a year, coming down with a sense of direction, and a couple of days later, read redefinition. But the encouragement is is a pastor to stay open because God is in control yes. and He's going to direct your path. All we have to, not all. It's hard, but we got to listen to the voice of the Lord and let Him redirect us. Then we'll be successful. Amen. Amen. Well, let's bring back on Pastor Justin Valcat, the missions pastor at Summit Church down in Fort Myers. Uh, pastor Justin, thanks for for joining us. What What's the mindset of the families? I mean, you've met so many of the families that have lost so much, and I know that the the day or two after the storm, everyone's walking around. They're shocked. They're dazed. But what's the heartbeat of the community? Is it one of desperation? Is it one of tired? You know, what's what's the mindset there um, with these families? Yeah, um, I suppose there's probably two primary mindsets, and then a, a, a whole gamut of things in between. I mean, you have you have those that are that are in despair, without hope. You know, they've lost everything. They don't. You know, they're not connected to a church body that where they're, you know, it's like, oh, man, I've got, I love seeing the church get activated towards the body, you know, just like meeting these people that don't have that. Mm. They're they're kind of like, okay, I've, I've got, you know, my, my whole house is destroyed. Insurance might give me 20% of what I need to get it going again. Um, who's going to come in and do the work? All these sorts of like, there's just, there's just despair and, and lots and lots and lots of questions. Who do we reach out to? I hear the, the, the nonprofits are starting to pull out of town already. What does that mean? How do we, you know? So there's that mindset. And then there's on the other side of it, those that, 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 are, that have suffered tremendous loss, but not without hope. And, you know, there's a, a I mentioned earlier, the women's director um, and her husband lost everything. So the children's ministry director at our gateway campus lost everything. And she she just had this joy that exuded from her eyes of like, we've lost everything, but the Lord will care for us. And the mm-hmm. saddest thing that wow. she, that she, the, the thing that brought her to tears was that she's had some Bibles that she's been um, preparing for her grandkids to give to them when they, when they grow older, writing notes in them and, and her own personal Bible, all of that floated away. And that's the thing that brought oh, her to tears. Oh, not, wow. not, not the loss of all her possessions, sure. you know? Sure. So, so there, so you, you do see um, those that are, that have suffered tremendous loss, but, have tremendous hope and joy in the Lord and, and are just kind of waiting to see how it all, how the dust settles on it all, you know? So, and, and then of course you have all the range and the people that are clinging to hope and that, can't, you know, so you just, it just depends on the person. Right. Right. 
you know, I went to one of the uh, subdivisions not far from your church, and actually we had a chance to meet Miss Amy, who we had referenced earlier in the broadcast that, you know, one of your teams led by, uh, is his, his name Orlando? Is that his Orlando, name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's he's a machine, dude. He's, oh, yeah. He's a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. I'm, I'm thinking, how can we get him to volunteer with Eight Days of Hope? Because he makes it oh, happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, you could, if you could get him, we, we wouldn't let him go. But. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Orlando <laughs> led a team from the Summit Church and helped out a lady, and she's actually in our little short video on our website, Mike, mm-hmm. and she you know she just said, "Hey, the water came in so fast," and she told us off camera. Hopefully, I don't get my hand slapped for this, but she said, "You know, Steve, we haven't been going to church, and you know what? I, I really haven't spent a lot of time with the Lord. And I don't know when's the last time I prayed. That water start coming up so fast." She said, "I start crying out to God. Mm. My daughters sure. and I were there. I didn't even know we were going to live." She was in the attic, and she thought, what if the water keeps mm. coming up? It was, it's a ranch house. Oh. So she said she had nowhere to turn. She was praying, God, please save me. Save mm-hmm. my daughters. Yes. You know, the heck with the house. Save oh. us. And then when the water receded, she walked around. She said, Steve, I was in shock. I didn't know where to turn. And she said, all of a sudden, I turned around, and there's this guy by the name of Orlando, and he's got some people with him. And he said, hey, I'm Orlando, and I got some friends. We're here to help you. And she said, Steve, just 10 minutes earlier, I was in my backyard Mm. saying, God, how can I do this? I need your help. Yes. I need your help. And it was God's timing, which is so perfect. He sends his people. They serve Miss Amy. And um, she was giving glory to God. So I love how God connects the dots. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Miss Amy's out there, Justin, waiting for help. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Long-term plan. I know that uh, Eight Days of Hope will be coming down to Summit Church next weekend. Again, if you want to volunteer, go to 8daysofhope.com. Meet Pastor Justin. Heck, you might even meet Orlando because I want to get his autograph. That dude's yeah. he's like he's like a rock star down there. But, hey, yeah, um, yeah. speak to the people out there that are maybe driving down the road in, in Arkansas or Mississippi, and they've been thinking about coming down. Make a plea to them, Justin, why the need is is, is, is what it is and how they can help. Yeah, yeah, you know, again, this isn't one of those things you can clean up in a couple weekends. The need, the need is going to be consistent. I, I mean, it's probably going to go on for years in terms of the, we, we have no idea what this is going to do for our region. But, you know, there's, so, like I said, so many people that have lost everything. The relief organization are pulling away. They're starting to get numbers back from their insurance appraisers of mm-hmm. that they might get, you know, they might get 25% of what they need to rebuild their homes. There's, there's talk now that if you're, they have a certain level of damage, the insurance agency is going to require that they knock down the whole house, build it up five or six more feet and rebuild it. And they're only going to give so much toward, you know, so there's just like, there's so much like, how do we engage a community like that? And so obviously coming in and doing physical labor and, and gut, mucking out homes and, and rebuilding and helping with things with drywall and all this, sort of, every little bit help. People are getting quoted, quoted 20 grand just to muck out their house so that oh they're not living gosh. in mold. And, and it's like on top of what it's going to cost them to rebuild. And so we're, we're doing work for people that are saving them the ability to, to stay in their homes and to continue living there, not, not get sick from mold and then kind of wait. And as we figure out the permitting and everything else, it's going to take to rebuild, which of course I, I know Hope and Prayers Eight Days would come back in and help us do another blitz of, of work in the area, and um, and so there, the need is there. It's consistent, and we we I don't know what other organizations are doing, and I don't, there are probably other opportunities to be able to come in the area and serve. But I know what we're doing is we're trying to set ourselves up long term, where we're able to host teams, 
house them in our facilities, feed them, shower them, thanks to Days of Hope, wonderful 10-shower trailer. And, um, you know, so th- there's opportunities that we're, we're creating the platform to have teams come in a consistent and sustainable way for the, for, the, uh, for the foreseeable future because we know that people have a heart, a desire, they want to help, they don't know how, and we just want to create the opportunity you know, for them to be here as we continue to identify areas of need and projects that need to be done and families that are still, you know, have work to do. And so we're creating space for that because we know the body of Christ is is really suffering in in how to come and what to do. So there's definitely opportunity. Again, talking to Pastor Pastor Justin Valcat, he's the missions pastor at Summit Church, summitlife.com. We're going to be there next weekend. The volunteers will start showing up. The equipment's being moved down from Sarasota. We're going to be in the Fort Myers area on November 12th. And guess what? You're invited. And it's free. Mike, you like free. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yes. And, and if you come down, you know, some, sometimes our volunteers call it eight pounds of hope because we feed you really good. <laughs> now, now you're, you're going to work hard, but I'll tell you what. You're going to work hard, but your life will be changed forever. Not because of eight days Ooh. of hope. And don't hear this the wrong way, maybe not because of Summit Summit Church. Even though you're going to meet some amazing people, God's going to use you in some amazing ways. You're going to leave their change because how God uses you. And you're going to leave tired, but your heart's going to be full. And you'll never forget serving in Southwest Florida. Go to 8daysofhope.com to volunteer. And when you do that, there's something that can only be done when you do do that. Because yes. when you're serving, there's something that happens inside. All the time. And I think it's something we're all looking for, uh, especially now in our generation and in our time of our, mm-hmm. in our country. Justin, before we let you go, how can we pray for you? I know that Mike has already prayed for you, but how can we pray for you, your church? And again, we're, we're telling people today, if you're looking to donate, uh, go to summitlife.com, summitlife.com. You can volunteer. And maybe you can't go the two weeks that we're going to be there. Um, there's ways you can volunteer as well. But how can we pray for you and your church, brother? Yeah, um, I would definitely say to be praying for, you know, continued stamina endurance. Um, you know, the, the, the needs are so great. There's always more to do. We'll never do everything. Um, and we know that we're just leaning on the Lord to provide the right opportunities, the right partnerships. And so just pray for wisdom as we continue to navigate what that looks like and what we're, like what lane and, and, and what ways does the Lord want us to continue to invest and mobilize the people that, that are here and the people that want to come and, and serve just still landing the plane on a lot of that stuff long term. Um, I would also say just pray that the Lord would provide the, the, the right people for us to come. Like the, was it Amy was her name? Oh, uh, um, uh, sorry. Amy. Uh, uh, sorry, the, the lady in the video. Oh, that, oh yeah, um, no, Miss Amy. Yeah, Miss Amy. Yes. Yeah, 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 Miss Amy. Yeah, like people like that, situations mm-hmm. like that, the, those that are, those that are, praying and asking for help that we could just show up on their back yes. on their back door with a group of people right. that can represent the heart mm-hmm. and hands of Jesus to them. Um, so just praying for the right opportunities, the right, the, the need is so tremendous. We can't hit all of it, but there, but that the Lord has sent us to the right neighborhoods and the right, the right houses. Um, yeah. And then I guess just for that, it really would be a, that, uh, you know, a lot of times and, and oftentimes the Lord uses tremendous loss and despair like people, people don't know they have a need for the light until they've right. experienced the Amen. darkness. And, and a lot of people come to this area because, oh, there's the suns here and the beaches and because they're trying to set up the good life, right? It's a bit of a trying to set up their own little taste of heaven down here. And they, you know, and they're able to do that in so many ways. And now all of a sudden there's darkness and despair and they're like, man, where can I turn to for hope? And so just praying that it would be a real seabed for revival in this area that people would, 
would lift their eyes, out, their heads out of kind of their, their perfect little worlds that they've created and be able to realize that there's, there's more to life, there, there's great loss and despair, but there's hope in Jesus Christ, and just that, that it would be, bring a real sense of renewal and revival to this region, that the church, not just Summit Church, but the Church of, of, of Christ would, would, come, would come together and, and be a source of, of representing that light to every man, woman, and child in our region. Amen. I often say this, we're better together, and I know that Summit yep. Church in Eight Days of Hope uh, and many other ministries and, and, and many other churches and many volunteers from around the country, um, when we work together, um, Jesus, Jesus is seen. You know, this is the yeah. perfect time for the church to shine, not to bring an attaboy to a, a, a ministry, a 501c3 or a local church, but to bring glory to God in heaven. But, Father, yep. we thank you this morning for Justin. We thank you for his heart. We thank you, Father, and we pray for stamina. We pray for endurance. Father, mm-hmm. I know he's tired. That's Father, right. we're tired, mm-hmm. and we're not there right now, and he is. But, Father, I just pray for a, a renewing of strength, right. endurance. Give him courage, mm-hmm. wisdom. Uh, Lord, I pray over the finances of Summit Church, Lord. I pray that people out there today will look to give to this local church that is right there on the front lines. Father, we're going to come, we're going to serve, but we are going to leave, and they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I pray right. for mm-hmm. wisdom as they navigate the next day. Father, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. And, Father, I'm, I'm going to stand in agreement with my brother that during dark times, mm-hmm. people are looking for light. You're the light. And, Father, I pray that light is seen in yes. the volunteers today in Sarasota, where Eight Days of Hope is at, down in Fort Myers, where Summit Church is at. And, Father, over the next couple of weeks as we serve together, Father, we pray right. that brothers and sisters um, that will now be brothers and sisters for eternity because of a disaster, that people give their hearts to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Justin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for his leadership. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, Justin, you talked about a rebuilding trip, and that's our hope and goal. You know, in December, we're going back to Lake Charles. It's been two years since Hurricane Delta, Lauren Zaid, and people are like, well, what happened in Lake Charles? But there is a timeline. And so, you know, our hearts are open, and we are hoping that sometime in the spring we can go back with thousands of volunteers for eight days and rebuild hundreds of homes in eight days like we've done 18 different times. And the yep. way you're listening today, maybe you can't go to Florida in the next couple months. Go to 8dayshope.com, sign up for our email alerts, and when we go back, we will invite you to go back with us. We ask people to pray, volunteer, donate. Today, if you want to donate, summitlife.com, summitlife.com. Hey, Justin, thank you so much, brother. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appreciate you both. Thank you for all that you're doing and, and uh, praying for you guys as well. God bless you, man. We'll see you, uh, gosh, in another week or so. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> tell, tell, her, tell her Orlando I want his autograph. I'm coming down. <laughs> God bless you, brothers. Say hi to the right, team. You guys as well. Bye. Uh, Pastor Justin Veriquette. You know, he, he is right on the front lines. What I like, Mike, we, we had already established a camp up in Sarasota. Okay. We're always trying to figure out, okay, Lord, how can we help as many local churches as possible? But I'm so thankful for donors over the last 18 years to allow us to have multiple shower units and mm-hmm. you know, multiple pieces of equipment. And very quickly, Mike, that equipment's been there. I should have told you before the show, but that equipment's <laughs> been there. And it's going to be there. Check this out, Mike. That equipment's going to be there through Christmas. Okay. So as volunteers mm-hmm. come during Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, they're going to have hot shower they can use because of people who've prayed 
and, and donated to Eight Days of Hope over the years. And our equipment, dehumidifiers and fans. You know, we have about $100,000 of dehumidifiers and fans mm-hmm. because the people have donated over the years. So thankful. And we have muck-out kits. So they're ready to go and they're getting after it. Well, I'll tell you, whether we are physically there and we will be there for a while, um, but just the fact that our equipment's there, we are there <laughs> based on that. And it's so amazing that they have volunteers that will operate operate that equipment and get the job done well after our volunteers yeah, now, you know, go home and get some rest and yeah. wait for the next opportunity. So. Again, summitlife.com, if the name of the church, that was Pastor Justin Valicat. Um, so, yeah, we only got a couple of minutes. So tomorrow night ends the match. We had yes. some donors in Houston come together and in Louisiana and said, hey, you know, we've been with you since Hurricane Harvey. We, we, we understand how your finances work. Uh, you know, God has blessed us with some very nice ratings by the organizations that rate nonprofits. But until tomorrow night, every dollar given to Days Hope is doubled. There's a match yes. up to a half a million dollars. We're not there yet. We've got about 30 hours left. Okay. So if you want to give mm. 5 or $10 or $50 or $100, any amount, you can do that on our website at 8daysofhope.com. It's fast, it's easy, it's safe. 8daysofhope.com. You can use Venmo or PayPal, cash apps, or you can mail a check. And this address is on our website and our Facebook page, but I'll give it to you in a minute. Uh, but again, no, anything you give today and tomorrow will be doubled. And we hope and pray that we can go back to Florida this spring. But um, the rebuilding is going to be huge. And as excited as we are to go to Lake Charles, we know the need's going to be great here. If you want to mail check, mail to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208 Tupelo, Mississippi. T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, M-S. What is the zip code? 38803. And we are confident and confident and trusting in the Lord that that match. Uh, all oh, the, I hope so. It, it, it'll be met. It'll okay. be met. I, I, there's such great need, and I believe with all of my heart that the listeners are going to step up and have already, and we'll continue. Yes. And if you've already yeah. given, give again. <laughs> it'll be it'll be doubled. Oh man, thank you, Mike, so much. Hey, want to thank some of our national partners. I think about New Point Community Church in Ohio. Love Pastor um, Dwight and the team there. They've been partners with us for all 17 years. Also want to thank Covenant Church in Dallas, Texas. Um, They have multiple campuses. They send volunteers on a regular basis. They sow into the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. So thankful for them. Barnes Crossing Auto Group, Mike. It's an auto group. They have multiple um, auto dealerships in the south, in Mm -hmm. Tupelo, uh, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, where we're going. Uh, They're in Tennessee and Alabama and elsewhere. Barnes Crossing Auto Group. And I also want to give a shout out to Crescent Memorial. It is a company that provides uh, products for those um, involved with funerals. And mm-hmm. and uh, Terry Jackson, the team there, they love Eight Days of Hope. So, awesome. so thankful for our partners. Yes, we are. Amazing partners. Couldn't do it without them. No. That's, that's why... A good part of that's why I was getting done. <laughs> well, we're better together. Better, but, I like that. I knew that had to come out. <laughs> hey, I also want to say thank you to American Family Radio for allowing this broadcast to be in 205 markets. And, of course, uh, our host station where we produce this show every week. Give a shout-out to Kim Lackey, who does our, our producing now. But uh, WDCX, Mike, they, they, you know, Southern Ontario, Western New York, mm-hmm. they are so blessed to have a ministry. And this is a ministry. This isn't mm-hmm. just a ra- this is a it's ministry. It's a real ministry, right? We've known the folks for a good number of years, but uh, they they are just open their arms to us to come in and uh, get this job done, to get the message out. Yeah, yeah, they've been amazing. So, um, 
you know, we just don't do those thank yous like out of uh, obedience or got to check it off the list. But we no, couldn't do what we no. do uh, without all the people we mentioned and others. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Watch the video of me and Miss Amy and look at the debris that's in front of her house. That all came out of her house. And then pray. Pray for Miss Amy. Pray for Summit Church. Pray for 8 Days of Hope as we'll be serving in Florida November 12th. Volunteer, come. Please come. It's free. We provide food and lodging. Lastly, donate tonight and tomorrow. Last chance to have your gift doubled with a generous match. But, uh, Mike, thank you again, brother, for hanging out. Oh, my pleasure. It's good to be with you. Yeah. Hope you have a great week. And you, too. Uh, I, I hope I can get rid of this congestion. Thing. You, it's not fun. You've made it. You're a trooper. <laughs> you made it through. <laughs> thank you for listening. This is Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.